Good afternoon, everyone, and on behalf of, behalf of Christchurch, for those of you who don't come here regularly, I warmly welcome you to this memorial service. Just a couple of um, administrative uh, things before we start our service proper. Um, there'll be an opportunity to light candles in memory of our loved ones. And when we light them, our stewards, John and Maggie, will direct us. Uh, Cheryl and Carolyn will be holding tapers by these front tables. The candles can be lit by you or for you and then can be placed on the table. If you come up the centre aisle and return to your seats by the side aisle, that would help the traffic movement. There's a plate in the foyer for any donations that you might like to give, and these will go to the seven hospice. And after the service, tea, coffee and cakes will be served in the foyer. And it would be lovely if you felt able to stay and talk for a little while. So I'm Ursula Pencavel and I'm the Associate Minister here. I'll be leading the service and Peter, our vicar, will give a talk later on. Let's start with our first hymn. So please stand if you're able. Lead us, Heavenly Father, lead us. Thank you, John.
please be seated. And uh, John and Maggie will uh, show you when to move to the front. And I think John's going to just play some music in the background.
Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, each one of these flickering candles represents someone, or in some cases, many people whom we have loved and lost. But Lord, we know they are not lost to you. And we look forward to that day when we will be reunited in eternity with you. In the meantime, Lord, grant us your peace and your presence as we think of and as we mourn those who are no longer on this earth. Amen. So we're going to stand and sing our next hymn, if you're able. The Lord's my shepherd, I'll not want.
please be seated and Caroline will bring us our reading. The reading is a paraphrase and it's based on Isaiah chapter 43 verses 1 to 5. Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. When you walk through the waters I'll be with you. You will never sink beneath the waves. When the fire is burning all around you, you will never be consumed by the flames. When the fear of loneliness is looming, then remember, I am at your side. When you dwell in the exile of the stranger. Remember, you are precious in my eyes. You are mine, O child. I am your father, and I love you with a perfect love. So the Reverend Peter Hubbard, our vicar here at Christchurch, is going to come and give a talk. Thank you, Peter. Good evening, everybody. Well, what a wonderful reading that is, isn't it? We've just heard read to us uh, Isaiah 43. And the first words of the reading say... This, do not be afraid. And so as we gather here uh, in this late afternoon to remember with joy the loved ones we have lost, it is possible that our fears can outweigh our hopes. But God in his love and in his mercy wants to replace fear with love. But let me ask you a a question to ponder. I wonder... What is your image of God? What I mean by that is when you try to picture God or when you pray to God, what do you or who do you think he looks like? I wonder if you think he's something like a rather bad-tempered head teacher uh, that you may remember from your school days. If you can cast your mind back to your school days. Uh, Maybe you lived in fear of your head teacher, the headmistress or the headmaster. Uh, maybe you feared encountering him in the school playground or in the school corridors, particularly if you knew you'd done something wrong. I wonder if that's your image of God. I wonder about this one. Maybe he, to you, maybe is more like a police officer who is just waiting around the corner to catch you speeding or maybe some other infringement of the law while you've been driving. Maybe that is who you think God is. Or maybe you think he's a a rather kindly old man with a long beard who is far away sitting somewhere on a cloud, smiling and loving, but really rather distant and removed from the reality of our lives on this earth. 
all too, image, uh, all too often our image of God is along those or other uh, similar images or pictures in our mind's eye of a rather bad-tempered old man who has got a bit of a chip on his shoulder or a kindly but distant older relative. He might be there, but he's really rather removed. Now I want to put it to you this afternoon, those images of God are wrong and unhelpful. The truth is, as Isaiah Isaiah the prophet tells us uh, in this reading, is that God wants us to be in relationship with him. He wants us to be in relationship with him. God says through Isaiah, I have called you by name. You are mine. God knows us. He knows each and every one of us. And he loves us. He has called us by name. That is breathtaking when you pause to think about it for a moment. He knows us. He has called us by name. And yet he still loves us. And so this is where I go back to what I said at the beginning. What is your or my image of God? It's crucial because our image of God, our mental picture of God, will determine and direct our attitude to God. If we fear God, we we wouldn't want to get anywhere near him, would we? But the Bible paints a very different picture of God. And this reading from Isaiah 43 is a very powerful example of how Scripture helps us to have a more healthy and a rounded and a true picture of the nature of God. And as we grieve those we have lost... My prayer is that this will bring you a measure of comfort and peace. So Isaiah 43 verses 1 to 5 contains some images and beautiful truth of who our God really is and what he is really like. And there's just three I want to point out to us briefly this afternoon. Firstly, I want you to know that God's love for us is very personal. If you've got that uh, reading in front of you on the service sheets, Uh, It's uh, towards the top of the reading. It's the second half of verse 1. And these are words we've just been thinking about. Isaiah the prophet says, Do not fear, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. Isn't that what the world needs to hear right now? Fear not. This world is gripped by fear at the moment, isn't it? There's fear of all sorts of things. There's fear of terrorism. There's fear of crime. There's fear of strangers. There's fear of the desperate situation that's going on in the Middle East. And, of course, in the Ukraine. But Isaiah proclaims a better way of living. Do not fear, for I have redeemed you. I have summoned you by name. You are mine. He calls each person by name. So all you need to do is put your name in front of that verse. And it's very powerful. Peter, do not fear, for I have redeemed you. I have summoned you by name, you are mine. Ursula, do not fear, for I have redeemed you. Hilary, do not fear, for I have redeemed you. Eleanor, do not fear. John, do not fear. It's very powerful when you put your name in front of that verse. God wants to be in relationship with us. 
We can talk to him today. We can listen to him today. God's love is very personal. Secondly, God is a God who will not let us go and he will never give up on us. Isaiah 43 verse 2 says, When you walk through the waters, I will be with you. You will never sink beneath the waves. When the fire is burning all around you, you will never be consumed by the flames. If you've ever been in a situation where you've been in a, a deep pool of water or, or somewhere that's it's just deep water and all of a sudden you've lost control, you, you cannot reach the bottom and, and you're out of control, you will know the fear of panic. You know that sense of panic that comes upon you all of a sudden. And maybe some of you here today, maybe some even online, are living without the security of knowing that God loves us. Jesus says in John chapter 6, verse 39, This is the will of him who sent me, that I shall lose none of those he has given me. Jesus promises when we turn to him, he gives us the security of knowing his love all the days of our lives and into eternity, which is forever. God will never leave us. Whatever situation we're in, God will never leave us. When you feel hopeless and lost in grief and sadness, God will never leave us. God will never leave you. You can know his security today when you turn to him. Isaiah's telling us, isn't he, God is personal. He is always with us. And finally, God has done the work for us. Towards the end of the reading, it says, When you dwell in the, in the exile of the stranger, remember your precious in my eyes. You are mine, O child, I am your father. And I love you the perfect love. On the cross, Jesus did all the work for us. He took on all our offences, our mistakes, our bad choices, our bad attitudes, and he soaked it all up in himself. And because of that, God declares us innocent and free. He says, you are precious in my eyes. He gave himself up in exchange for us. He loves us that much. God did the work for us. On the cross, Jesus cried out these words, It is finished. Even so, even so, we need his help to live each day. Have you heard of this? It's called a morning prayer for help. Dear God, so far today I've done all right. I haven't gossiped, I haven't lost my temper. I haven't been nasty, I haven't been selfish, I haven't been overindulgent. But in a few minutes, God, I'm going to get out of bed. And from then on, I'm going to need all the help I can get. I'm going to finish. What is your image of God? The best thing I can say to you this afternoon is look at Jesus to see what God is like. Read the Gospels. Read the Gospel of Mark, the shortest and the easiest of all the Gospels to read. 
And when we do, we'll hear God calling us by name because he is a personal God, he is a loving God. You'll hear him say, I haven't given up on you. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. You'll hear him say, I've done it all, and all you have to do is say yes. You are mine, O child, I am your father. And I love you with a perfect love. Thank you, Peter. We're going to have our next hymn now, Breathe On Me, Breath of God. Again, John will lead us on the organ, and if you're able, please stand. Thank you, John. to move into a time of prayer when I say the words Lord in your love please could you respond hear our prayer so Lord in your love hear our prayer let us pray 
Firstly, for those we loved, for our memories of them. We remember with thanksgiving all those we have named today by lighting a candle. Thank you for everything we remember and treasure about them and for all that they mean to us. We've committed them to your care, Lord, until we all reach that time and place where every tear is dry, every question answered, and all things are made new. Lord, in your love, hear our prayer. Father of all mercy and giver of all comfort, give hope to those of us who are sad. Console those who still miss someone special. Grant peace to those who are disturbed. Help us to cast every care onto you and guide us gently by your Holy Spirit through the challenges and opportunities of tomorrow. In thankfulness for the past, help us to live our lives to the full in love and joy and peace. Lord, in your love, hear our prayer. Loving God, we thank you for making us in your likeness, with hearts of concern and love. Thank you for giving us one another in our lives, for child, for parent, for spouse, for friend, for neighbour. Bless all who work in the medical and social professions, in surgeries and hospitals and the hospices. Keep us sensitive to the needs of others and give us the grace to respond with patience and generosity. Lord, in your love, hear our prayer. And let's join together in the Lord's Prayer, which is printed on your sheets. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. In closing our service, we're going to sing our final hymn together. So if you're able, please stand. Thank you, John.
service a blessing. May God the Father, by whose glory Christ was raised from the dead, strengthen you to walk with him in his risen life. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be among you, and remain with you always. Amen. Go in God's peace to love and serve our risen Lord. In the name of Christ, amen. So if you'd like to make your way to the foyer, um, Peter will be at the back door to uh, give you a handshake. Um, And then there's coffee, cakes, tea being served. So we'd love you to join with us in refreshments. Thank you all for coming.